0: To Outside the Huddle, featuring your host, Lamont Williams. This program is a great resource for players making career transitions, as well as a place to discuss this week's top sports stories. Now, here's your host, Lamont Williams. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host Lemont Williams, coming to you
1: live from Houston, Texas. Tonight on this Wednesday night, last Wednesday of the month of September, uh, next week. Actually, October kicks in as things are starting to pick up in the sports world. We got Major League Baseball. I really don't talk too much about Major League Baseball on the show, but I'm a fan of the Astros and they clinched their playoff, uh, opportunity or spot this year. So October's around the corner for that. And and also football. We got, well, let me say this, NBA basketball training camp, I want to say start next week and the Houston Rockets season is will be getting underway with uh, their acquisition and, and Russell Westbrook, and they picking them up in the all-season. I'm excited to see the Houston Rockets, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook getting going here shortly. But our main focus on the show, and always be our main focus on the show, will be football, from professional football down to college football. So let's go ahead and start off with professional football and talk about the NFL with the Houston Texans. The Texans are now two and one, one and one on the road, winning that well, it wasn't a huge game, but it was a most important game for the Texans season early on within the first three games, winning the game over the I'm to say San Diego, but the Los Angeles Chargers twenty seven twenty. So the Texans as you know, I always leave the show off with the Texans. I talk about their home and away games and the Texans to me showed a lot of character. They show a lot of grit. They showed a lot of ways to come together as a team. And, to me, a lot of promise and hope in the fact that offensively, they can move the ball down the field by throwing the football. Uh, Deshaun Watson, their dual-threat quarterback, he had over 350 yards. Well, he actually had 351 to be exact. He averaged about 10 yards a pass, so that's a first down per pass, at three. Throwing touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, which was important. Unfortunately, he gets sacked during the game because he's a dual-threat quarterback. So <clears throat> he was sacked twice, 14 yards. But his QB and passing rating was pretty good as well. So Sean Watson had a phenomenal game on the road, throwing for over 350 more, throwing for 351, and leading that offense down the field. Now, again, the Texans are a one-dimensional team this year. They lost their star running back in Lamar Miller uh, in preseason. Actually, the last preseason game of the this year, I want to say, against the Dallas Cowboys. So they have Carlos Hyatt. He used to play in Cincinnati. And then also, I know he played for the Bucks. Well, not the Bucs. He played for the Buckeyes in Ohio, the Buckeyes, Ohio State in college. So, the Texans are really a one-dimensional team. Deshaun Watson rushed as well for 18 yards. They have Duke Johnson. Uh, he's also, so they have a running game by committee. But most, for the most part, they want to pass the ball, spread you out, throw the football. They had Kenny Steels. He's a the guy they picked up in, uh, the trade with the Miami Dolphins. He had four receptions for 89 yards, zero touchdowns. Jordan Askins had a really, uh, big game. Askins, uh, had two uh touchdowns, receiving touchdowns with target five times, three receptions for seventy three yards, had that huge catch across the middle, showed the speed and was able to get down the field. Uh their all pro wide receiver, DeAndre Hawkins, only had six receptions for sixty seven yards, zero touchdowns. But he will take a victory any day on the road against a struggling and frustrating Los Angeles charges defense right now. Will Fuller, another receiver for the Texans, had five receptions for 51 yards and so forth and so forth. Offensively, uh, I was kind of disappointed in the Texans in the first half. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they got off to a slow start offensively, didn't score any points in the first quarter, picked things up in the second quarter, and then at halftime they was down. So I'm like, okay, is this what I should expect from the Texans on the road in a hostile environment like Los Angeles? playing on the road, West Coast game, a late game at that. I'm used to seeing the Texans playing in an early game, a 12 o'clock game Central Standard Time, or if it's late, it's a prime time game, either Sunday night football game or Monday night football game. So seeing them play at uh, 2 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, I wanted to see how their bodies adjust and how they came out mentally prepared. So offensively, they came out to a slow start. A little disappointed there, but they got things played a better half, a uh, better brand of football for the Texans in, in the second half, especially right after halftime, made some really good halftime adjustments, came out the gate, firing offensively, put up 14 points, and their defense was just really good. I want to say is hundred uh, no, 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 I want to their 16 game – I'm going to get that stat here because, you know, I want to throw a stats. So once if to their 16 game of their defense, uh, consecutive games with turnovers, I thought the Texans did a really good job defensively. Uh, give credit to their defensive coordinator and Romeo Cannell. Uh, had the guys focused, especially their secondary. Uh, you know, Philly Rivers was going to throw the football against the Texans secondary. And they came out, man, they came out pretty good in the second half. I really liked what I saw after that first half. I was kind of concerned, giving up 17 points on the road. i was like, oh, here we go again. Offensively, they're struggling, but their defense picked it up in the second half, only giving up three points. And the stat that I was looking for earlier, <laughs> excuse me, is that uh the Texans defense has created sixteen has created turnover in sixteen consecutive games. So um, overall good balance in the second half, offensively and defensively for the Houston Texans. Uh I really was impressed with there. Here's a guy I'm always impressed with and he's a future Hall of Famer for the Houston Texans. And that's not surprising. You know, I talk about it quite often on the show. It's J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt had a chance, first of all, played against his younger brother, which is very cool. Uh, his brother plays fullback for the Chargers, Derek Watt. Um, he's number 34 for the Los Angeles Chargers. So having a chance to play against your, bro- your brother is very cool. I know I have a young brother, and if he was still alive and I had a chance to play against him, that would have been awesome. But um, Derek why had a chance to play against his older brother J J Watt, and he had a chance to watch on the sideline why J J is so special. I'm pretty sure he knows that because that's his brother. But you know J J just man putting a lot of pressure on Phillip Rivers, creating havoc in the backfield, got a sack, uh, pressure, and that's the most important part is the pressure. J J is going to be Mr. Consistent. He's going to be uh, that dominant force up front. Everyone thought well. The season is still early, so we don't know how it's going to play out, but everyone was concerned, I see that much. Everybody was concerned that the Texas defense line would not be as powerful and, 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 and aggressive without Jadevian Clowney, who's now with the Seattle Seahawks. So JJ is still consistent, man. JJ is still coming off that ball hard in that 3-4 defense. And it was good to see him put pressure on Phillip Rivers and get, uh, get a sack. Also, brain pressure in the backfield. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, for the most part, you know, J- Jonathan Joseph. I like what I saw out of him defensively in the secondary. Uh, another couple of guys on defense. Uh, you know, Whitney Mercer. Shout out to Whitney Mercy. Uh He's he's really playing lifestyle out football right now. Uh, the thing is consistency with him. I like to see that. Uh, the offense is is the driving force uh, for the for the Texans this season. Uh, also, D.J. Reader, he had a, one, a second half, one second half uh, uh, against uh, the Chargers. And Kenny Stills, it seems like that transition for him offensively as a receiver, going over from Miami to the Texans, is seamless. It's not a big, huge step for him. And, and he's playing really good football, despite some of the issues that he had on and off the field for the Miami Dolphins. So, that's pretty much it there. We're looking at about a couple minutes before we take our first break. Let's see here. The Texans, who they have this week, they have the Carolina Panthers at home. Uh I guess I can kind of preview that game, and I'll give you some more down the down the show when we get later in the show. But, you know, without Cam Newton, it's been reported that Newton is going to be out going to week four. Uh The Texans now have to prepare for their backup quarterback in the Panthers. And, and I really believe at home, there's a strong chance that without Cam, the Texans can take this victory. Uh, you know, it just seems like Carolina really need Cam, in my opinion, to be consistent and, and, and a threat on the road. Uh, but without Cam, it gives the Texas defense a better opportunity now to line guys up in the box, bring pressure on that secondary quarterback and also force force the Carolina Panthers to throw the football because they're going to shut down their running game by bringing nine men in the box or nine guys in the box to be aggressive against the run. But that's why they play every Sunday and they, what they say any given Sunday, your team can lose, or your team can win. So it'll be exciting to see how that plays out for the Houston Texans. And as you can hear the music playing in the background, it's time for me to take my first break. And I'm going to break and I'm going to come back and recap some more games from last week Week three in the NFL. Next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Lima Weeks.
2: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. On the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Tune into The Revolution with Jim and Trav this week as the boys chat effective big game calipers and cartridges, early season field care, over the counter public land strategies and some catfishing. Joining us is Stan Potts of Whitetail Explorer and North American Whitetail TV, Eric Rice from Sticky Holsters and our very own Kansas Catman, Cat Daddy. The Revolution's Guns and Deer discussion is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're Outside the Huddle with LeMont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at one 346 9144 That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to LeMontWilliamsSports at Yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your
1: host, LeMont Williams, coming to you live. Houston, Texas on this Wednesday night, September the 25th, last Wednesday of the month. So, <clears throat> man, I got this cold. I'm trying to get over it. So, you has got to excuse me, me clearing my throat on there. It's kind of unprofessional, but i got to get my throat cleared out there, get this cold out of me before I do my game this weekend uh, for ESPN+. So, with that being said, we're going to get back into the football talk, and we had a lot of talk. Well, I talked a lot about the Houston Texans. Impressive comeback win over the Los Angeles Chargers this last Sunday. And now I want to kind recap some games that went down as well last Sunday. So you start Thursday night. Well, Thursday night. It was a Jacksonville versus, uh, Tennessee versus Jacksonville. For the most part, Tennessee dom- I mean, Jacksonville dominated, dominated that game. So that's nothing really to talk about. Let's jump down to Sunday. Man, Buffalo. Who thought? Who would have thought Buffalo would get out to a fast start like they have so far this season? And Buffalo right now is at 3-0. I don't know. I mean, they play the Patriots on Sunday. I'm pretty sure they're going to be 3-1. and But for the most part, it's good to see Buffalo 3-0, and man. That's surprise. I know. That's kind of, right? They beat the Jets, Giants. So they're the king of New York right now. They beat the Jets and the Giants. And they beat Cincinnati. So... Go figure. Buffalo right now is at 3-0. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. I guess that's their Super Bowl. All right. Dallas Cowboys. They dominated Miami Dolphins. Miami, man. I, I don't know what's going on in Miami. They, I don't even think they... Yeah, again, Dallas dominated 31-6. All right, Green Bay. That was a really good game against Denver. Uh, Green Bay beat the Broncos 27-16. Um Aaron Rodgers, 230, threw for 200 and th- 235 yards, uh, passing the football, or is Dak Prescott, I'm stepping back to the last game I mentioned, the Cowboys, he threw for 246, and the Cowboys, man, I'll tell you one thing, they, they look like the throwback team of the 90s, of the, the old Cowboys, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, and, and, uh, Emmitt Smith, man, they got that three-headed monster offensively got Ezekiel Elliott, and they got Amari Cooper. So, shout out to the Dallas Cowboys, and In-state team here in Texas. Dak Prescott doing this thing does far. Pay the man. He's going to get paid here shortly. All right, jumping down to the Atlanta Falcons. Lost on the road. What's going on with the Falcons, man? They lost on the road to Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis coach, 27-24. to Let's see here. Falcons are now one and two. Uh yeah. One and two. And it just seems like to me they can't figure out how to get things going. And if the Atlanta Falcons, look, man, I'm gonna tell you one thing. If they're struggling against the Indianapolis Colts and they lost like three points, wait till they get in the meat and potatoes of that I A- mean NFC South division... Um, I really thought they was gonna win. Atlanta was gonna win that division. Now that Drew Brees was out with that injury, or with that thumb injury surgery, but come to show you, man, you can predict one thing about your team. But when actually they start playing on Sunday, you start to see the truth. And the truth is, is what your record say you are and right now. Atlanta is one and two. All right, Baltimore. That was a really good game. I started off some bad weather, but I thought Kansas City. Was gonna give uh was gonna give up that victory to the Baltimore Ravens, but man, Patrick Mahomes, bro! I'm gonna talk to my next segment. I'm gonna talk to my super producer A Rod, get his thoughts on Patrick Mahomes. But 374 passing yards, this kid's unbelievable. I mean, he's the future of the NFL right now. Kansas City's 33, Baltimore 28. All right, Oakland went to Minnesota and lost. 34-14. to 14. Derek Carr for 242. Then you have the New York Jets playing the Patriots. Again, who's going to slow down the Patriots right now, right? Tom Brady going for 306. Uh, Jets, okay. They're the Jets. Detroit. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? So Detroit goes to Philly and knock off the Eagles 27-24. to 24. Carlson Wentz 259 yards passing the football, but gets Detroit a pat on the bat, man. The Lions went in there and just took that game away from the Philadelphia Eagles. Carolina, without Cam Newton, ended up winning on the road against Arizona. Kyle Allen, I mean, Cal Allen looks like he had from, he went for 261 for the Carolina Panthers as the Cardinals are still struggling offensively, looks like they're rookie quarterback. If it wasn't for that tie against the Detroit Lions in week one, they'll be pretty much on three. So I'm pretty sure that locker room feels like they're, they haven't won a game. Well, they haven't won a game, but they're they're on three right now. But, uh, you know, it just seems like Murray and, you know, Kyle Murray and then um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Name switch my mind right now. Larry Fitzgerald is probably frustrated right now, as far as inconsistency off, offensively and not being able to win a game. But it looks like the cars cut Cap Crabtree. Well, I just after three games. Okay, veteran wide receiver Michael Crabtree was released by the Cardinals with money after just three games. Oh. And he didn't fit. Didn't fit that, that format. And Crabtree is no longer with the Cardinals. All right. Jumping down to some afternoon games. That was a really good game. I saw that game. The Giants, Tampa Bay. Give credit to their rookie quarterback. And Jones, man, he, he showed a lot of heart. He showed a lot of toughness getting that team down and also stepping in, taking over the spot for Eli. Give credit to the New York football Giants beating Tampa at home. Again, I talked about the Texans last, uh, last segment. They showed a really good, they played a really good game, impressive win on the road against the Chargers. Winning 27 to 20. The Steelers, man, they lost. They lost San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo. Give credit to the big going 49ers, man. They're 3-0 right now. All the 49ers fans is coming out the woodwork. So it might be 4-0, though. They get a chance, I and mean, when they get a chance to play, um, the Browns, the Browns plan on, will be playing the, um, the, okay, on the seven. I was, I was wondering why the dates look all off, but the Browns will, 49ers will be playing the Browns on the seventh, So assuming they might have a bye week. So I do want to say the sevens. Like, man, something looks different about that. All right. So 49ers is undefeated. The Buffalo Bills are undefeated. Cowboys are undefeated. Who else is undefeated right now? The Patriots. Oh, that's no surprising. I want to say Kansas City is undefeated. Hmm. All right. All right. New Orleans. Seattle. That was a really good game. Bad weather. But New Orleans Saints pulled it off over A-Rod's favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. Even though Russell Wilson threw for 406 yards, Uh the Saints without Drew Brees took that game, man, on the road. All right, Chargers, no, excuse me, L.A. Rams playing Sunday night football against the Cleveland Browns, beating the Browns 20-13. to 13. And we all saw that horrible game by the Washington Redskins on Monday night football with the Washington Redskins losing at home against the Chicago Bears 31-15. So sticking with, the, I'm sorry, go ahead, a rock Okay, I thought he said something. All right, sticking with that theme, the Washington Redskins. I think it's time for the Redskins offense to get a fresh face from a quarterback perspective, also a fresh face from the coaching perspective. It's time for the Washington Redskins to sit Jay Gruden down and sit him, his badge packing, and send him out of the state or out of the city of D.C., the District of Columbia and, send, and get a new coach, man. Because it's like, how many seasons have you been there? Six seasons? And it just feels like every year you're hitting on the same road. Uh, Case Keenum is not the guy. Even though people are constantly give him opportunities, they need to put in the rookie quarterback and Dwayne Haskins and let that kid develop on the fly. Because three and, and three, they don't go on four against the Giants pretty much, oh, and five because you got the Giants next. You have the Patriots after the Giants. Your first opportunity to get a victory might be against the Dolphins <clears throat> on October the 13th. So, with that being said, job uh, security is in there right now for Jake Rudin. Things is not looking good. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington pulled the trigger on him. So, uh, as a Got a group in Virginia, watched a lot of the Redskins games, is very disappointed. See the Jay, Jay Gruden and that offense struggle each and every Sunday or each and every week. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so, uh, let's see. That's pretty much it, man. That is it for week three. Week four comes up here starting tomorrow night. we got some really good games in week four. We got the Green Bay Packers playing at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. it's going to be a tough matchup for the Philadelphia Eagles at home against Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers' offense has been lackluster for the most part, but they have Aaron Rodgers, man. He's a guy can turn it on and off at any given time. So I am definitely going to be watching that game. That game is going to be on Fox and NFL Network, but I am going to watch that game, and I want to make sure that the Green Bay Packers steps up at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's going to be a fun game to watch. Sunday games, we have... Oh, okay. I'm going to give you my prediction on that. So I got Green Bay winning over Philadelphia Eagles at home uh, on Thursday night. Sunday night, Sunday games. got Tennessee Titans playing against Atlanta Falcons. Falcons have struggled throughout the season. Really haven't shown any type of identity. Uh, Tennessee, Mark, Marcus Mariota, will win that game on the road in Atlanta. New England definitely will end the winning streak for the Buffalo Bills, winning that game on the road. So that's two road teams winning. And I got three road teams winning. I got Kansas City beating Detroit as well on the road. All right, it's time for us to take another break. As you can hear the music playing in the background, I'm going to chime in with my super producer A-Rod next in the next segment, get his his thoughts and opinions on some games from last week. As well as preview some games is coming up starting tomorrow. Next on the show, Outside the Huddle, with your host, Lemont Williams.
2: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
3: channel
0: now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market
2: the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com
0: You're Outside the Huddle with LeMont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to LeMontWilliamsSports at Yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host,
1: LeMont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. On Wednesday night, September 25th, and I want to bring in my super producer, A-Rod. And A-Rod, welcome to the show outside the huddle, even though you've been in behind the scenes throughout this whole show thus far. Get your thoughts on week three games. Uh, speak, speaking of, well, starting with your favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. So, Seattle, man, that was a really good game, good matchup against New Orleans Saints, but what happened? Y'all lost 33-27. to
4: Yeah, unfortunately, it was, yeah of a bad game <laughs> I will say though that um, I give it to the Saints they they brought their a game they definitely uh you know they, they threw us off of our off of our throne for a second, and you know they they did their part, and you know our defense they they kind of just I don't know what happened our defense really didn't show up it seemed even with the weather being bad as it is, it just like our defense was not bringing tackles, nothing was going down, they weren't bringing as much pressure, it just seemed really crazy but it, it you know. You, you you learn as you go on and the Saints definitely brought it. I think this will definitely give them a lot more um you know a lot more work for them to work on, uh, to to be a little bit more ready for next week. And yeah, it definitely, man, disappointment, but we'll we'll see how it goes for going into the next week.
1: Yeah, speaking of I mean, you talk about disappointment but some of the good spots I had was your quarterback and Russell Wilson. He threw for four hundred and six yards, two throwing touchdowns. I mean, despite the loss, you gotta be you gotta be happy with the consistency that you're seeing out of Russell.
4: Oh yeah, definitely out of Wilson, man. He, he that game he tore it up. He was definitely moving around the sticks. A lot of deep passes, uh, him him to Lockett. Lockett was on fire too. You know, the, the throwing game was definitely there, and it seemed more like there was a lot of plays. I feel like Russell Wilson could have ran more, and he should have ran more instead of you know waiting to wait for an open player. And when he did go for the runs, you know. We had good results. I mean, definitely, he brought his A game. He was there. He was ready to play, and you know, definitely, I, I'll, I'll do credit for him. He, he definitely was ready.
1: Defense. I mean, what you think about Jadavian Clowney now? Now that he had a couple games under his belt and made that transition from the Texans to the Saint, i mean, excuse me, to the Seahawks defense. What you think about Jadavian Clowney and what he's bringing to your defensive front?
4: Oh yeah, he's definitely he's been bringing the pressure. You know, it was a little tough transition for him to get used to the format of the Seahawks. You know, you could tell easily he wasn't as you know comfortable as as usually was. Uh, but yeah, I I definitely see him being a better a a big big power play player for for us in in the weeks coming ahead. And you know, he, he as soon as he gets his rhythm down, that's it. it it's, it's definitely going to be a struggle on the, whatever side he's on. You have him on. Yeah, I just feel
1: like um, he's still trying to find his rhythm. Find the slowing in y'all defense, and, you know, he's an athlete, so he'll make those adjustments. Hopefully things will play out better for y'all defensively. All right, some other games from last week. I want to kind of pick your brain. I know you're not a big fan of the Cowboys, but they're undefeated right now. And that press guy is leading that red-hot offense. They dominated against the Miami Dolphins, winning 31-6. to
4: Oh man, I don't I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys, but I guess all the all the criticism and hate and every, all the things that were going on, you know, it it, it definitely fired them up and look at this, they're 3 and 0 <laughs> and what can I say? They they are doing good. I w- I will admit that. Uh, well, even though it was a a yeah. game against the Dolphins, you know, still at the end of the day, you know, they've been putting up numbers, they've been pushing the they've been moving the sticks, you know. Uh, Prescott's been looking good, his throws are been consistent. Everything. What else can I say? If if the if the Cowboys stay like this and don't get into their ego, I think maybe they could have a chance of getting back into uh, the Super Bowl uh, this year, but who knows? We'll see what's going on. I mean, like I said, a lot of teams are making a lot of adjustments and things like that, and man, I give them, I give yeah, them their, just, their kudos.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just feels like, and they haven't even hit their stride yet, offensively, because Zeke Elliott is still figuring out his, you know, he's been out for a long time, like far as going to training camp and getting it. So his body's still getting acclimated to into football mode from like taking hits and stuff like that. So when he's really started getting the flow of feeling good, it's going to be like week seven and eight. So, you know, offensively, man, they're, they're just rolling right now, man. Cowboys fans are really loving this three and victory so far this season. All right, I'm going to jump down to the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what else can this young man do? He threw for 374. Kansas City beat Baltimore
4: 33-28. You keep saying it like, like always. You know, Patrick Mahomes is the future. He he was on fire this game, man. He was throwing, you know, he was running everything. You know, he was throwing his body in in into defenders just to get into the uh, to get more <laughs> yards. And you know, like that shows a lot right there. And man, I'm telling you, he's been definitely been bringing a, a big a lot of feel to the fire fire for the. With the Chiefs over there, and, man, they they look good. I think if they if they stay how they are, you know, they 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 could possibly get up to the Super Bowl too. Who knows? But yeah, they've been, they they been tearing it up. Mahomes, man, he can throw. And every time he throws a ball, it's like a laser going down. It's just like wow.
1: Yeah, that that kid there is a very impressive. Man, awesome kid, awesome kid, very impressive. Uh, I just I think he is the future. Uh, strong arm, as long as he stay healthy. I don't see why he can't play in his league for a long time. I'm, I can't. I mean, this guy impressed me there each and every week. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, so good job there for Kansas City. And speaking of Kansas City, let's transition into Week Four. Kansas City will play Detroit on the road. Who do you think will win that game, or why?
4: Um, let me see who we got here. Uh, I think I, I think I think the Chiefs will win that. It. It, it's going to be a pretty. Pretty easy game for them, you know. It's it's going to be a little bit of pressure. Lions have definitely, you know, they've been they've been having some good luck over here over, over for them lately, and you know, uh, I don't know. I think I think offensively the Chiefs are going to just march down the field and they're just going to get it done. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to them yeah. on that. one.
1: Okay, Thursday night football. You got the Philadelphia Eagles kicking off Thursday night football and week number four versus the Green Bay Packers. Who you think will win this game and why?
4: Really, Green Bay is going to win that one for sure. Eagles aren't going to be ready for it, and, you know, it's, it's going to be a home game. Aaron Rodgers is going to be on fire. I, I, no doubt about it. I give it to the, the Packers.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Green Bay will pull that off, too, especially at home uh, against the Eagles uh, on Thursday night. Uh, Atlanta plays uh, Tennessee at home. Who do you think will win that one?
4: Oh, I got to give it to the Falcons on this one, man.
1: <laughs> what?
4: I think they're going to get it done. I, they, they had a, quite a little trouble last week, you know. I think they're getting their. I saw that they were getting the rhythm down. You know, it seemed it seemed more like you know they, they, they do need a little bit more adjustment work and stuff like that. But you know, I, I I'm gonna have to give it to them. I think the Falcons can can bring that one back.
1: Okay. Uh. Well, I I think I know the answer to this. So I'll ask you anyway. New England versus Buffalo. We think will win that game?
4: Oh man, that's difficult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Patriots are just they are just going to take this one. We'll, we'll just call it
1: a win for them. Okay. All right. Oakland travels through the Colts. Who so do you think will win that game and why?
4: Uh, I think the Colts are going to take that one. You know, Oakland's been struggling. Uh, they lost against the Vikings last week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – no doubt about it. I'm going to give it to the Colts for this one.
1: Okay, you're going to Colts. Uh, yeah, Colts at home. I'm going to go with the Colts as well. You got the L.A. Chargers that lost to the Texans last week going to the... Is, is Miami still winless? I'm going to say the winless Miami Dolphins. Who do you think will win that game
4: and why? Oh, that's clear as day right there. The Chargers are going to win that one. I don't know what's going on with the Dolphins. <laughs> so the, the, something's going on. I think maybe the whole organization needs to take a vacation, you know, get together <laughs> talk about their feelings or something because, man, they've just been struggling. I, I don't know what to say about yeah. the Dolphins, you know. Chargers are definitely going to <laughs> bring the pressure. And, Yeah.
1: I think the Dolphins still in preseason mode. They they haven't got the memo that these games count. they think they're still playing preseason preseason football right now. So something. <laughs> maybe they will wake up. <laughs> I, I think. Right, the, you got the red? I think uh-huh. the
4: Miami. I think uh, Miami State would do better than them <laughs> against the Chargers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's unbelievable, man. That's doesn't sense. All right, let's go to the Redskins. They're 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 winless. They go against the Giants. And that new quarterback and in, uh, in Jones, who do you think will win that game of
4: water? Uh, I'm gonna give it to the Giants, Redskins. I don't know what happened right now. They, I don't know. I just, I just can't explain it. You know, some there's a lot of plays they've been giving up, a lot of plays they could have done more on, and you know, it's just. I think really they, they need offense needs to you know sit down a little bit more and, and and make the make more correct more adjustments and stuff like that. Um, definitely gonna give that to the Giants. They're gonna they're gonna take the win for that. Jones has been tearing it up. He's been. He's been, you know, filling in big shoes with Eli being hurt and gone and you know it's it's he's he's definitely been doing good. So I gotta get to the it's a must now.
1: win. I, I think the this is a must must win type game for the New York I mean, excuse me for the Washington Redskins. So I'm i I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Washington Redskins. I think they're gonna be flying out desperation. So uh I'm gonna get a Redskins this one. All right, you got the Cleveland Browns. They travel and play the Baltimore Ravens. What do you think will win that
4: game? And I the way the Ravens played last week, um, you know, I think I th- this is going to be a good game, honestly. I, this is going to be a 50-50. You know, Browns, they definitely need this comeback. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to flip coin on this. I'm going to have to possibly go Ravens. I think they can possibly get it done.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Let's go with uh, – oh, well, who I think, I think the Browns will take that one. I think the Browns will take it on, yeah, on the really, road. I, Carolina. Go ahead, sir. I was going to say, with
4: Ingram, you know, he's, he's been tearing it up. His, his run game has been very strong. Yeah. See, I give it to the Ravens. The run game is good, but a lot of the, a lot of the pocket judgment, you know, in passing, they, 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 they offensively, just needs work. So, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to the, <laughs> give it I to gotcha. the Ravens. I got gotcha. you. I
1: got Okay. Uh, let's go down to Carolina and travel to Houston. Who do you think won that game?
4: Oh, I th- oh, man, I think I think the Texans will get it done. I think you guys can pull this one together and get it get it right. You know, Panthers. You know, they've with Watson being out. You know, they they've kind of been. You know, they they've been moderate. You know, they could be they could be a little bit more better. A lot more things they can improve on offensively, defense too as well. Defense does have some good pressure. Um, Allen was definitely you know last week in this last game. He was definitely having some good passes and. You know, I I think maybe, I, I think Texans are, are going to bring the A game, and I think they, they can bring that one home.
1: All right, I got Texans winning that one without Carolina, without Cam Newton, I think the Texans will pull that one off. Tampa Bay will travel and play the L.A. Rams, who do you think win that game?
4: Uh, yep. You hear me?
1: Oh. I said the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay travels to play the L.A. Rams, who so you think will win that game?
4: Oh, Rams are going to win that one for sure. Um, I Okay. Th- uh, I don't know. I I, our C- I think our Seahawks could do it too. I want to give it to them. Russell Wilson's been tearing it up. You're, you're talking about the Rams against the Seahawks, right?
1: No, sorry. Tampa Bay versus the Rams.
4: Oh, Tampa On Bay. the road. Sorry, I was looking at the next <laughs> yeah. week. My fault. Uh, so, yeah, Rams are going to win this one. Buccaneers, you know, they, they've been bringing pressure. They've been doing pretty well, I, but I think Rams are gonna are gonna win this one. You know, with them being three zero, I think I think they want want you know redemption from last season. Got to give it to the Rams on that
1: one. Okay, Jameis Jameis Winston needs does something. He needs to do something on the road, man. He needs to he needs to prove to everyone that he still wants to play football. Such in Tampa, uh, we'll see how that plays out. So, all right, here we go. The A. Rod Bowl. You got Seattle Seahawks playing against your. In-state team, the Arizona Cardinals. Who you think will
4: win this game or what? Oh, so we're going to win this one without a doubt. Seahawks got this. You know, Cardinals have been struggling. They're they're still trying to juggle. You know, their rhythm all together. You know, as a team with the coaches, everything like that. Um, you know, this last game. Uh, you know, it with the Cardinals, they just they just they just weren't doing it. You know, defense showed up. Fitzgerald showed up. Well, not defense really, but Fitzgerald showed up for sure. Um, I will say Kyler Murray did do pretty good on a lot of his on some of his passes, but man, I, what was it? I think it was like nine, eight sacks, something like that. He just wasn't. Yeah, it, our, the line has just been terrible, and you know, it's it's hard for. I, what I've seen struggle with is that Kyler Murray has been having a hard time, you know, seeing over the line to even make some of the some of the plays. You know, him struggling around, moving in between like the gaps to even find players that he can. It, it seems like you know, it's just. They, they need to find a better rhythm of you know having Kyler you know being able to get over get over the the, the linemen and have them be able to get those passes down. Yeah, so I, I Seahawks are definitely going to bring this one home. You know it's going to be a it's going to be a it's going to be a little hectic here over here in in, in Arizona and you know it's just.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, you are you going Seahawks. to
4: the game? No, I wanted to, but unfortunately I can't. Yeah, got a, got some things going on here at work, so you know I'm going to be busy that day. I'll definitely I be still you. watching I it, cheering my Seahawks on, and seeing how it goes. And yeah.
1: All right, I got you guys. How much time we got left before we take a break? Before I get into the next time for break now. All right, right, let's break time. We'll come back. We'll pick it up and continue to give our picks and predictions on Week Four of the NFL. Next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Lee Montgomery. <laughs>
0: The Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse
2: racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies?
0: You're Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at Yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle
1: with your host, LeMont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas on this Wednesday night, last Wednesday night of the month of September. Man, we're going by this year quick before you know it's going to be October. But uh, here's the thing, right? So we're going to jump right back into this week for Picks and Prediction. I'm going to bring back my super producer, A-Rod. And A-Rod, we left off talking about your Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. you think your Seahawks will pull this one off against your interstate team and the Arizona Cardinals? So Minnesota – will travel and play the Chicago Bears on Sunday afternoon. Who do you think will win that game, and why?
4: I think the Bears can pull this one off. They defensively, they've been strong. Khalil Mack has been on fire. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of pressure for the Vikings. You know, it's it's it's. I I, I without a doubt, I think the Bears are just going to win this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Bears, man, for them Redskins game. The Bears might have the best defense I've seen in a while. I mean, this season. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack, you mentioned him. They're secondary and haha, Clinton Dix. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, got, I got the Bears, too. I got the Bears.
4: Yeah, the Bears had a oh, lot of interceptions. They, they were making a lot of interceptions last week, and, you know, it's just like, yeah, I, without a doubt, uh, they're going to bring their A game on this one.
1: Yeah. All right, Jacksonville, travels to Denver. Who do you think will win this
4: game and why? You know, I, th- I think the Jaguars can do it. I, I think they really what? can. The Broncos struggled last week. They kind of left. They kind of exposed a little bit of of their openings to you know defense. Jaguars brought some pressure last week. I th- I think they could pull it off. Gonna give it to the Jaguars on gotcha. that one.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with Denver at home over the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a really good Sunday night football game here. The Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Who do you think will win this game?
4: Mm, this one's gonna be a good game. This the Saints brought their defense against our Seahawks last week. You know. Man, and uh, the pressure from the offense of the Cowboys, you know, it's man, this is gonna be a good game. Ah, uh, I think I think Cowboys can get it done. I think with with the confidence they have right now, Dak Prescott on fire, you know, I I think they can I think they can pull that one off.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give the Cowboys a win too. Uh, I think they their their defense is gonna play lifestyle football. I think offense, what we know what to expect, their defense is gonna be the, gonna be the talking point of this game here. It's the Saints on the road, I'm going with the Cowboys. Monday Night Football, the Bengals versus the Steelers. Who do you think won that game a lot?
4: Bengals-Steelers. Hmm, I think the Steelers could possibly do it. They've been having a lot more uh, better you know, presence with Rudolph in. I think he's better at performing, uh, Ben, uh, without a doubt, You know, with him being in there. Steelers are going to get this one.
1: Okay, okay, okay. You got the Steelers it. Yeah, good Steelers, too, huh? Uh, I'm not confident Cincinnati right now. Uh, two teams right now is on bye week going into week four. The Jets, New York Jets and the San Francisco 49s. Alright. Hard segue into college football. And week five stars from college football. Since we're talking about picks and predictions, a hey, Rod. Thursday night, got Minnesota, or Memphis versus Navy, I think maybe will take that one to see your Friday games. You got Duke versus Virginia Tech. I think the Hokies will pull that one out. You got Piss Uh, Penn State versus Maryland. That should be a good game. Uh, I got Penn State. Who do you think will win it?
4: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Penn State on that one.
1: All right. You got Arizona State versus California Friday now. Who do you think will win that one?
4: I want the Sun Devils to come back. The loss from last week, you know it. It was it was a little all right. It was a tough game, you know. Mm-hmm. Give it to them, you know. They but they've been doing good, you know. With two and one now, they can reset themselves, and yeah, I think they they're going to bring their A game against this one. It's definitely going to be a tough one against California for sure. Um, but I think I th- I want I want Arizona State to win this one. I'm going to have to give it to this one.
1: Okay, Saturday games you got Texas Tech versus o- number six number six Oklahoma. Who you think will win that game?
4: Oklahoma for sure.
1: <laughs> all right. Northwestern against Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin will take that one. Records versus Michigan. Who do you think will win that
4: game? I think Michigan State will get it done.
1: Okay. All right. Let's go down. Central Michigan versus Western Michigan. Who do you think will win that game?
4: Huh, you know, I like <laughs> I just, the West. I got to give it to, my, to the West. Let's, let's see if they can do it.
1: Okay. All right, Clemson plays Carolina. That should be a good game. I mean, we're back Brown now coaching at Carolina, even though they're not ranked. They've been, they've been playing some really good football, man. Who do you think will win that game?
4: You know, with Clemson being number one, uh, UNC has definitely been bringing their a game, too. Man, this is going to be a good game. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think Clemson will pull it off.
1: All right, I got Alabama winning over Ole Miss. That's, that's, that's forgiven. Then you have uh, Cavaliers? Versus Notre Dame. Who do you think will win that game? Virginia versus Notre Dame.
4: You know, I'm going to give it to Notre Dame. I used, I like them a lot. You know, defensively, they've been pretty strong. I, I think Notre Dame will get it done.
1: What about USC versus Washington?
4: Mm, I want, oh man. I want Washington to win this one. I think they can get it done.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, Jump down to some Athens late games on Saturday. You have, let's see. Auburn plays at six. Mississippi play Mississippi State. I think Auburn will win that over Mississippi State. You got K-State, Kansas State playing Oklahoma State. Who do you think will win that
4: one? Mm, Kansas State against Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma defensively will, will, will have a better chance of winning that one. i, I got to go with Oklahoma.
1: What about Ohio State versus Nebraska?
4: Oh, uh, Ohio for sure is going to win this one.
1: Okay. Um. What about UCLA versus Arizona
4: at nine thirty on ESPN Saturday night? Uh UCLA. I th- I think they're a little bit more stronger. Yeah, UCLA for sure.
1: All right, Hawaii plays Nevada. I Man, that's a late game. Hawaii has a really good team. From When I saw the beating up on Arizona,
4: Hawaii will we'll pull that one off. I think last game they had a thirty-five and sixteen win, and then before that, uh, it was a little, they had a struggle against Washington. <sighs> Uh, they're doing good against o- Oregon. You know, that's my Beavers right there. Unfortunately, we lost that uh, one. But yeah, uh, I think I think Hawaii would get that one done.
1: You missing the Beavers, man. It looks like I'm trying to find it. I was looking for the game who they play. Uh, what you think about their season so far?
4: Definitely love them. They're strong. You know, huh. they they could get it done. Especially, yeah, that win against uh, what was it, Cal Poly? What 35, 30, uh. 45, and seven? Yeah, I think uh-huh. I think they'll get it done. I heard you. All
1: right, yeah. all right, all right buddy. Us. What's our time like before we wrap up the show? I just want to check.
4: Yep, time for us to close. It. All
1: right, all right. If you heard it from the super producer, A hey, rise, Time for us to close the show. And I thank everyone out there for listening to the show outside the huddle. Have a great weekend, and talk to you next week.
0: Thanks for joining Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. We're back next week for another live show, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check back with us on the Voice America Sports Channel.